Hello, everyone. Welcome to the PDX Beat Podcast, the weekly culture show that keeps a finger on the pulse of all things Portland. I'm your host, Amado Lumba, and for this week's beat, I chatted with our friends from Shelter Dogs of Portland about their ongoing efforts to help bring visibility to dogs that are ready for immediate adoption from Multnomah County Animal Services. Volunteer Danny Duggan explained that Shelter Dogs of Portland is not an organization, it's more of a concept. It is a loose association of shelter volunteers. It, it started out with one guy who wanted to showcase dogs that are available at specifically Multnomah County Animal Services, uh, which is Multnomah County's only Multnomah County Animal Services, uh, which is Multnomah County's only open door shelter. And he started that probably back in about 2001. And it went dormant for a little while, got picked up by some additional volunteers. It's, the baton has passed uh, numerous times over the years. Uh, but as it is right now, um, it's both a photo blog, uh, it has a web presence, and it is a Facebook page where uh, pretty much every day dogs are showcased on that, uh, on that Facebook page and it drives people into the shelter to uh, go get them. Mm -hmm. And how, how do dogs end up on the Facebook page or on the website? Uh, you're talking to the two people in the world that make that decision. <laughs> she spoke of fellow volunteer Sarah Riddle. Sarah and I split responsibility for uh, selecting a dog, and typically that's done very early in the morning, the day, the day that we're gonna post. Um, we can't really select a dog too far in advance because they could be going home any day. Right. And so we'll coordinate with the photo blog because often the person who f posts to that blog uh, has a lot of the inside information of what's going on at the shelter. And so she'll post if somebody's been adopted. Uh, and we'll also check the Multnomah County website to see if an animal's actually still on the website. Um, they have a very good track record of getting things off the website once they've been adopted. So, uh, so typically we'll post pretty early in the morning, usually between eight and nine, uh, the shelter opens about 11, sometimes, I guess, noon on Wednesdays. Uh, so if we're, if we're posting to people early in the morning, our hope is that they're in their car by mid-morning and, and heading out to go get the dog. And out of all the dogs that they could feature on their Facebook page and blog, Danny explained that... Usually we'll take a look at what's available on any given day. Um, maybe we featured a little dog yesterday, a little Shih Tzu. Um, and so the next day we'll feature a large dog, you know, a pit bull... Uh, we've got a big Malamute out there right now. Uh, you know, people have different likes, different tastes in, in dogs, and so we want to showcase the fact that you have a whole selection of dogs at Multnomah County. So we try to mix it up, little dog one day, big dog another day. Sometimes we'll do a collage of all the seniors that happen to be there um, in any given time period. Maybe there'll be three or four dogs that'll get collaged together, and you know, these are all the dogs over the age of 10 currently at Multnomah County. Is there a good track record for being able to adopt out dogs that are older? Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, that is certainly an example of a type of dog that may sit at the shelter longer I because bet. they're older. Um, but there are, I call them angels. I mean, there are people in this community that are specifically out looking for older dogs. They come in specifically because they saw that we had an old dog on the, on the site um, you know, as, as hard as it is for people to lose their animals, people often want to adopt younger animals to have them for a longer period of time. There are people out there that are willing to put in a two, three, four year commitment for an older dog, um, you know, see it through its, its end of life and 
almost immediately turn around and go find another one that right. they can commit two or three or four years to. Um, and, you know, and, and there's nothing better when you're a volunteer. Somebody will walk right up to you and say, I want to see the oldest dog you have here <laughs> right now. It's great. Sure. People who adopt dogs come in all shapes and sizes and do so for a variety of reasons. But can just anyone adopt a dog? Should shelter volunteers employ some sort of vetting process for potential dog owners? That's fascinating, actually. Um, I have learned through volunteering at Multnomah County to check a lot of my preconceived notions at the door. Um, whatever people's sort of personal uh, situations are, like, People that want to adopt animals typically love animals and are going to take good care of an animal. Um, you know, I've certainly needed to steer families towards more suitable dogs, you mm -hmm. know. Um, we have dogs, um, oftentimes if their owner surrendered, um, where we know this particular dog has zero interest in being best buds with any child under the age of about 12. You know, they, <laughs> they need children that understand their boundaries and understand that they just want to be left alone sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, and so when a family comes in with a bunch of toddlers, I know you really want this dog here, but, um, you know, can I introduce you to this dog instead? Mm -hmm. um, and, and the shelter typically includes in their bio information, which is printed on each of their uh, doors, uh, whether or not there's a, you know, recommended age restriction for, for certain dogs. Oh. Um, which, again, is, is placed on the dog based on the individual dog behavior assessment, not based on, it's not breed specific, it's not size specific, it's this, what we think this dog can handle. I asked Danny to explain what people can expect about the health of the dog they're hoping to adopt. So when you adopt a dog from Multnomah County, um, you are getting a dog who has been, uh, who is now current on all vaccines, okay. uh, including rabies, uh, DHPP, which I'm not going to be able to <laughs> name all of them, but it's like Parvo and uh, what's the D? I forget. Uh, <laughs> I'll Google this later. It, yes, yes. <laughs> so, distemper? Distemper, it is. It's distemper, parvo, some other things. <laughs> um, Bordetella, which is kennel cough. Um, and they will be spayed or neutered, and they will be microchipped. Uh, microchipping is probably one of the biggest things that we as society do for these animals to help ensure that they get returned to their original owner if they do get lost. Um, and that's standard now? It's extremely standard. At Multnomah County, it's standard. Okay. Right. Um, I, I wish it were more standard in a lot of places. A lot of private organizations in the Portland area microchip as mm. well. Um, and there are low-cost microchip clinics for people who live in Multnomah County who have animals that are not microchipped I want to say you can come out to Multnomah County the second Saturday of each month, and for $25, you can get your dog uh, or cat microchipped. Um, it's the best $25 anybody's ever going to spend. Um, you know, because we are the county uh, facility for uh, stray animals, um, almost 50% of dogs, and it may be 50% at this point, um, I have my, my data goes back to 2013. The 2014 numbers are in, but they're not published, so I don't know exactly what they are. 
Um, but almost 50% of dogs uh, get returned to their owners, either because they have a collar on with a phone number and owner information, um, or because they're microchipped. Uh, cats, who traditionally have not been microchipped, uh, we only return about 5% of cats to their owners. Mm -hmm. Again, I believe that that has increased greatly in 2014, but it's nowhere near the dog number. Sure. So, um, you know, getting, getting your animal microchipped will most likely get it back to you. Is there an, a finite uh, number of days or number of weeks that a dog can stay at the shelter? Thankfully, no. Okay. There is no ticking clock on the animals that are at Multnomah County. Um, and a lot of people do come in wanting to, as you say, quote unquote, save something. And who's the most recent one? Like, who's got the least amount of time? Like, who do I need to get out of here? And it's just not that sort of a facility. Um, now, that said, some dogs come into the shelter with uh, kind of a... I want to say a shorter fuse than other dogs in mm -hmm. terms of their ability to handle being at the shelter. We, we spoke earlier, it's a stressful environment. Mm -hmm. So when we see dogs, and again, it's, it's on the volunteers, I think, to kind of point out, hey, this dog's not doing so great. He's really getting reactive. He's, he's stressed out. This isn't a good situation for him. Um, but when we let staff know that, that dog can go on to a list uh, to hopefully be placed into a foster home. Um, you, you get them off the shelter floor. Again, they remain available for adoption, but they're now, you know, kind of convalescing or hanging out at a volunteer's home where you're going to continue to get almost daily observations of the dog's behavior. You'll get a lot great information, actually. Is the dog potty trained? Is the dog uh, crate trained? You know, does the dog guard its food? Is the, you know, is he great on walks? Is he, right. you know, how does he do in your basic everyday house situation? Um, and Danny, you've done that, correct? I've you've done fostered. a lot of yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my husband and I have taken, I think we're up to about 28 or 29 dogs um, over the past two and a half years. Um, and they get adopted. They always get adopted. It's fantastic. It really is. And um, I would say that my, my house is none the worse for the wear. You know, these, these, <laughs> we have, we for the most part, had very, very good dogs come through our home and, and leave better dogs because, you know, we make sure that they go potty outside, and we uh, crate trains the one crate train the ones that uh, weren't crate trained when they got there. So right on. So how does one volunteer for uh, shelter dogs? Uh, well, you wouldn't necessarily volunteer for shelter dogs, um, but you we might pull you up out of the shelter, so to speak, if you're volunteering at Multnomah County Animal Services and. They do a volunteer orientation once a month. Uh, it's the last Tuesday of every month. It's at 7 p.m. There's no need to sign up. You just show up. Uh, and there's basically our, our volunteer coordinator uh, will kind of give you the, the full suite of things that you can do for Multnomah County, whether you want to work with dogs or cats in the shelter as a foster. They always need transportation volunteers. Um, you know, if you want to work with the uh, feral cat uh, trapping program, whatever it is, uh, you just show up the last Tuesday of the month and, and they'll get you started. Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash thepdxbeat. 
Find us on Twitter as at the PDXBeat. Email us at thepdxbeat at gmail.com and check out our website at www.thepdxbeat.com. Have either of you been so attached to a shelter dog that you were sad to see it leave? I have missed dogs after they have left, but I I would think that most of us are just overjoyed to see the dogs leave the shelter. Mm -hmm. That, you know, that's what we want for them. And so we're usually really happy to Mm -hmm. see them go and go home. Right on. I have adopted two of my foster dogs <laughs> over the years. <laughs> They're always the elderly ones. They just tug at my heartstrings. So uh, there were there were only out of twenty nine. There were only two that I couldn't actually let go. <laughs> That's a good record. Though. It is a really good record. I, I and again I remind myself that they're they're going on to you know, to great things and they're going to be you know in my home they're the third dog in the house. I have two of my own dogs, and so if they're going on to a house where they're going to just be doted on as the only dog or one of two dogs, um, you know, or there's kids running around and this dog's just going to get to play all day. That's way cooler than my house as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, so that makes me happy. Shelter Dogs of Portland's Facebook page has over 2,700 followers, but Sarah would love to see more as well as more hits on the blog. I'd like to see um, more people um, within all throughout Multnomah County coming out to Multnomah County Animal Services out in Troutdale. Um, I would really like to see a bigger adoption pool draw come come out to that shelter. Um, one of the challenges that they have is that um, it's still within Multnomah County, but it's out in Troutdale. Mm-hmm. So, um, so one of the things I like to tell people about is, you know, this is Shelter Dogs of Portland is kind of an appropriate name for us because this is where Portland's lost dogs go. They go out to the Multnomah County Animal Services shelter in Troutdale. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't always translate well that these are, these are Portland's dogs. You right. know, that's where Portland's dogs go um, when they're lost or abandoned or when there's no other place to go. So as Sarah was just saying, uh, you know, Multnomah County is, uh, Animal Services is where Portland's animals go when they're lost, when they're abandoned, when they're injured. Um, and nobody knows who the owner is. Um, one of the things that's really important to point out is is Multnomah County is the only open animal shelter in Multnomah County, and that's a, a, a huge distinction between um, essentially what they do and what's also called a closed or a selective shelter, which is basically any private 501c3 organization like the Humane Society, like any of the other myriad of dog rescue sites out there, um, Family Dogs New Life. Um, there are just a tremendous number of, of wonderful organizations in Portland that are private that have the ability to pick and choose the dogs that end up in their organization. Um, one of the things that's amazing about Multnomah County is our success rate um, or our live release rate. Um, when you consider that we are required by law to take in any animal that comes in our front door that was found in Multnomah County, and our live release rate for those animals are in the, you know, mid to high 80s for cats and um, you know low to mid 90 percent uh, for dogs, uh, 
that's a tremendous feat, basically. It, it really speaks to the level of attention that these animals are getting from volunteers as well as staff members. Um, you know, a lot of people want to support a quote-unquote uh, no-kill shelter, and it's really easy to be a no-kill shelter when you're a closed shelter and you get to pick and choose mm -hmm. who you allow in. Right. Um, you know, a lot of times, again, these are fantastic organizations. They may have a, a three-month wait uh, in order to get somebody uh, an appointment to come and see if they're willing to take your dog. Well, people don't often have three months when they've made the decision that they need to surrender their animal. Right. So they end up at Multnomah County because we can't turn them away. You know, that tax dollars go into the, the shelter support so that we will take an animal when it comes in the front door. Um, and so I think, and we are recognized nationally for our our figures um, because it's almost unheard of for an open door shelter to be able to have such such great success um, getting animals adopted out. And that that absolutely has to do with the population of Portland and their willingness to take in uh, shelter dogs. And in terms of the distinction between open shelters and closed shelters. I almost think of it as a, as a symbiotic relationship because for every dog or cat that these private organizations do take in, that's one space still available at Multnomah County um, that, that's not currently being occupied. Sure. Um, and so, so every animal that they, that they are able to take in is a good thing. And a lot of them will take animals from us, which is also a fantastic thing. Um, you know, we are transferring dogs, you know, weekly to other organizations. Cats, my gosh, go out by the hundreds every month to, um, I want to say the cat adoption team down in Sherwood. They take so many cats from us. We're so grateful for their, you know, ability to do that because right. otherwise we would be completely overwhelmed. I mean, we, our facility has on a couple of times in the past year just sent out public announcements going, help Right. We are bursting at the seams. I mean, there are cats just like literally in, in every staff person's office. We've got them lining the halls. There's just, you know, we've got cats everywhere. Please right. come get cats. Right. You know? Right. So. So if, if the conditions didn't change in terms of how the animals end up at, uh, at Multnomah, um, would, it be, would it be a safe assessment that things are improving when there are less showing up? Absolutely. Yes. Right. So that would probably be the goal. Always. Right, correct. Always. And uh, one, so one of the main ways that we as a community are helping to drastically reduce the number of animals that come into the shelter um, is by making sure that anything that leaves the shelter um, through our adoption process is spayed or neutered. Um, getting dogs and cats spayed or neutered creates fewer dogs and cats. Um, and, and there's actually one of the reasons that the Portland area is, I think, so successful in this mission. Um, there's an organization called the Animal Shelter Alliance of Portland, ASAP. And um, their, their mission is basically to, um, you know, end the euthanasia of social, healthy, treatable cats and dogs um, in local shelters by having a collaborative nature among all of the different shelters uh, when it comes to spaying and neutering dogs and cats, um, providing education and outreach efforts to people that may have animals in their homes that aren't fixed yet. Mm -hmm. How do we get those animals fixed? How do we you know, provide um, that service to people that may be low income, no income? Um, you know, we, we want to spay and neuter everything we can get our hands on, basically. Sure. 
Um, and that effort, that alliance, um, Multnomah County was a founding member of it, um, as are a lot of the other um, open shelters throughout the Portland metro area in other counties, you know, as well as the Humane Society, the Feral Cat Coalition, the Cat Adoption Team. I mean, the, the, it's, it's, it's an impressive list of, of groups. And because of the collaborative nature of all of these groups in the Portland area, our, our numbers of what comes into the shelter each year really are going down, which is impressive. If you're a dog lover like me, you'll have a huge smile on your face when you visit the Shelter Dogs of Portland's Facebook page, where you'll be treated to photo after photo of adorable pooches. And Sarah couldn't thank enough their volunteer photographer. Who works really hard. We couldn't do any of the Facebook marketing um, without her hard work. She goes out to the shelter twice a week, has done so for quite a few years now, twice a week on Monday and Friday, and she takes pictures of dogs the whole day that she's there. Which, And I help her with taking photographs with these dogs, and I had no idea how difficult the process is to get a picture of a shelter dog who has this big camera staring at them and they're like, where am I? I don't know where I am. I'm at the shelter and I have this big camera staring. It's a hard job and she does a really fantastic job of capturing the dogs and their personality and then we take those photos and share them on Facebook for everyone else to enjoy. Um, and we want, you know, we want more Facebook followers um, obviously because we want more adopters too, but I think another great thing about our page is like who couldn't use a daily dose of a cute dog <laughs> showing up in their Facebook feed every day. Very true. And we keep it positive. We yeah. always keep it positive. We just want to showcase, hey, this dog right now is available at Multnomah County and look at that face and how ridiculously cute is this dog. And, um, you know, none of it is you know, action alerts or, or anything like that. You know, it's super, super positive. Um, because, I mean, the dogs, gosh, they sell themselves in those photos, don't they? They do. <laughs> and, and our photographer goes through feet of string cheese to get those expressions. <laughs> What's your photographer's name? Her name is Laura Henricks. Laura Henricks, fantastic. We'll give kudos to Laura Henricks. Sarah Riddle, Danny Duggan, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. Danny Duggan, thank you very much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you. You'd be happy to note that in 2014, Multnomah County Animal Services had a record-breaking year with 90.2% of animals that came into their care being successfully adopted. That's pretty impressive. You can find more information about Shelter Dogs of Portland via their Facebook page and blog, and I'll have those links under the show notes. And that's our show this week, folks. Our theme music is called Cataracts by local musician Sweet Nothing. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you'll find it under the PDX Beat. Looks like we'll have another mostly sunny week coming up, so make sure to get your flip-flops ready. Oh, and your shorts and your uh, tank tops, because, you know, Portland. This has been an episode of the PDX Beat Podcast. I'm Amado Lumba. Thanks for tuning in.